o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, the early break. Fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. How could be Hour 2? We skipped that whole quarterback discussion. I know we did. We missed the quarterback discussion. God. We could save that for tomorrow, possibly. This, this show's going super fast. Well, we've had some fun. We, Kerry Cohorn was great, former Nebraska ball, shooting great, the all-time three-point leader at Nebraska. Plenty He's, of thoughts on the Huskers. Yeah, his his main thought was that he, he doesn't call... Kerry doesn't call Fred's situation. He doesn't call it a program. He calls it an organization. He won't call it a program. That's interesting. That's an interesting take to me. Right? Because a program suggests you're building. You have players. Tim Tim Miles had a program, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I mean, Nebraska's always been a program until now. Right. But they've always, yeah, they've had four-year players typically. Or at least a couple, not, three. Yeah, not, not incredible roster turnover. Right. Now, some people are going to say, I would hope somebody would say, come to Fred's defense and say, well, that's that's the world. People are turning over the roster. It's not entirely the world, though. I mean, if you look at Wisconsin, if you look at Iowa, if you look at you know, always Wisconsin, Iowa, right? Or Illinois, okay, let's say Illinois. That head coach. Brad Underwood. Would literally said in an interview the other day, we are a developmental program. We will have players here multiple years that we develop. I dream of that statement to be the case here again. That's what Brad Underwood said. Um, So, yeah, you don't have to do massive overhauls every year. That's not, you're not, that doesn't have to be the case. Just saying. No, it doesn't. What else? What else? Your takeaways from the first Uh, first hour. I I had a text that you might appreciate regarding basketball. Doug, I got to find it here real quick. Doug said, uh, "If they," he says, "I have four season tickets for basketball. Four season tickets that I will not renew if there is total turnover again." Okay, well, that's I I appreciate that. I would ask Doug and say, "Okay, what if there's a new? What if there's a different coach and a staff in place for the turnover?" Like if it's Fred Hoiberg still and the and the current staff with turnover, I would understand why you wouldn't want to be okay. Read his text again. Maybe he I says I have four season tickets that I won't renew if there is total turnover again. Oh, was he talking on the roster or the coaching I think, staff? I think that's regarding the roster. Oh, that's my I, assumption. I, when, I, when you first said it, I thought he was talking about the coaching staff. I think it's about the roster because we keep saying that the roster gets totally okay. flipped over. Yeah, um, Harrison is agreeing with you that it, that Doug is making reference to the roster. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll be total. There might be a few guys back. A, a couple. I don't look for well, – well, I'm not going to go into details on individual guys, but there won't be many back. I mean, I, I don't think. No, I mean, not the main guys, not the core guys that are playing. Okay. 
I mean, if you're talking, well, okay, as long as we're into it, I, yeah, you get a good chance to get C.J. Wilcher back. Verge is obviously going to be gone. McGowan's probably – Trey McGowan's probably gone. Um, Bryce, come on. NBA, NBA draft. NBA. Kobe Webster gone. Lat Mayan gone. Derek Walker, they will try to talk back. Trevor Lake's gone. Um, hard to say on Casey Tominaga. Hear is, different yeah. things. Yep. I don't – I. Ed Andre, tenuous. I mean, so those are your core guys. Yeah, it's a lot of guys. Yeah, it's a lot of play. You got Blaze Keita coming in. You got Ramel Lloyd. Right. So you but do that's have two to, right of and needing five or five guys, maybe more, five yeah. or six. Yeah, just it's trouble. Well, maybe. I mean, but it's not. Well, like I pointed out, the, the, this worked at Iowa State the transfer route because those guys had to sit out a season. They were able to gel. And, and go to practice and fit in. We saw the same thing with Nebraska, with James Palmer Jr. Sat out a year. It was awesome when he came in because he had a year to gel with, with the guys, with, with Watson. Copeland. And Copeland. He, he could practice. They practiced with the team. They just could not play in the game. So mm-hmm. they, they came in not trying to just put it all together and gel in one season. Mm-hmm. They had a full season to prepare. That's same with Iowa State. You know, they they took a bunch of transfers and they sat them out for a year, and it worked when they were ready to play. It's hard to get seven or eight guys just coming in for one season to click all of a sudden. You know, a lot and of to people, understand how people operate. The, I think for a lot of people, there's there's a certain appeal in getting to know players. Now, from your generation, it's, it's different than mine, but in my generation, I. I remember teams at Nebraska because they were a team for some time. You know, I watched. Oh, I don't know. There's a there's a there's a variety of guys, but I always go back to the the Hoppin years when when Hoppin was there and and Brian Carr was there and Bernard Day was there, and I remember you got to know those guys. I mean, even even Strick, you know, sure. Strick those years, Eric Strickland. Um, who now has a show on the block from three to six weekdays with with Bach? You got to know Eric Strickland and that group of guys. You got to know him well. You got to know Kerry Cohorn. Um, now, I guess maybe the best example in recent—it's not really recent vintage, I guess. Twenty years ago, when they had Lou and Belcher and Vincent, Vincent Hamilton, you, you got to know them. You got to know those guys because they were here multiple years. Now, you know, you know, now, now, now it just seems like they're just here and they're gone and you don't, you know, they're going to be gone. I mean, how would you glom on to this team right now knowing all the guys are going to be gone next year? And they year? were here for probably one, some of those were here for one year. Yeah. Or just and, and you basically know they're going to be. I don't know, Jake. Some of this is is the way college athletics is now, though. You have to allow that. It's not Fred's. That's not Fred's fault that college athletics has allowed for this and that it's happening other places too. Tricky conversation. Come on, it come and, and then a lot of these conversations, Jake, come down to a simple word. Jake, trust. Do you trust this staff to turn it around quickly? No. They trust them. They haven't done anything to prove that that could happen. Right. They've had three years, and it's been three years of misery. <laughs> the record is the record, and there's been blowout losses. There's, there's been some painful losses in there, but the record 
is the record. I'm not talking about trying to, to argue about a, a 500 coach. You know, it's different. This this is this is nowhere near that. This is this is unbelievably bad for record. I got you. Okay, let's talk about something else. Four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Speaking of Fred Hoiberg, he was a can't miss hire when Nebraska hired him. Dubbed by us, but dubbed by most people. Right, but the high to majority be fair, of people. To be fair. To be fair, we we dubbed it that on yes, this well, show. I, 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 yeah, I was saying that it, it was that, that celebrates have a parade. We got Fred okay, Hoiberg. Get, get into this. Uh, and Scott Frost was also seen as a can't miss hire, right? A, a great hire, perfect fit after going undefeated and winning the, the conference championship in the AAC. Comes to Nebraska, replaces Mike Riley. We're back. We're going to be great. So the question is, what have we learned? From Nebraska situations with can't miss okay. hires. Okay, one thing that comes to mind immediately is system. You have to look at system. And we we really didn't, did we? I mean, we wrote a lot of stories in the print media about Fred's system. We dissected it, but we never really got into this. Is this going to work in the Big Ten? <laughs> we just, uh, it'll work. Don't worry about it. That's, right. what we, that's what we said. We just said. But can you win in the Big Ten with not – with, without an emphasis on bigs and rebounding and defending, <laughs> can it's you know pace and space, pace and space, pace and space. Uh, yeah, I get that, I get that. But you better have some bigs and you better defend, be able to defend in the paint. And we didn't. We kind of glossed over that. And the league is what? What do you see in the league, Jake? What happens when Nebraska's playing a, a bigger team? They get hammered. They get hammered on the boards. Wisconsin hammered them on the boards. You could see in the Wisconsin game what Greg Gard wanted to do. And they didn't do it well, by the way, and still won. Push the ball inside. Push the ball inside. Push the ball inside. Missed, missed. They just missed shot after shot. But they, it was clear what they were doing. Worked through their bigs. Okay, so system. Question the system more. We should learn from this. And you can tell other you know, fans that you know at other programs, when you're making a coaching change, look at the system that this coach is bringing in. Same with Frost. Come on. It's the same conversation with Frost. Jake, there were smart people in my ear immediately in Frost's first year and Fred's first year. System systems are trouble. Simple, they got they hired two coaches whose systems don't fit the Big Ten. Okay, there's no doubt. In, there's no doubt in the Frost conversation right now. There's no doubt that Frost has changed his system. Well, and he also said early on that Big Ten will have to adjust to us. Yeah, well, which they did that's right what away. coaches say. And we that's another thing. That's another thing. Don't put so much stock into the opening press conference because it's a lot of bravado. It's designed to get fans whooped up. Things are said that aren't aren't really. It's not really based in reality, you know. I mean, what did Doc say? What did Doc Sadler say when he took the job? We're gonna run. It's gonna be baseline it, to baseline. Yeah, you ever watch ping pong? We're gonna run. We're baseline gonna, to baseline. We're gonna play our offense like that. What do you mean, Doc? Your head's gonna be going like this, back and forth, because we're gonna play that fast. That's just something to say at a press conference. Did Doc play? Did Doc? Did Doc's offense play that way? No, you were there. I was. Oftentimes painful to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but what did he say in his opening press conference? 
You're you, you, watching our offense. You ever you ever play ping pong? Your your head's gonna be going back and forth. No, didn't really be. It's not like that. But that's something nice to say to press conference to get everybody excited. Now back to Frost. The system we can say unequivocally right now that Frost feels like he didn't have the right system because he's changed it <laughs> yeah. and he acknowledged it that we've we've had to change and we've had to adapt to the Big Ten. We have to run more. Hell, he went out and hired a, a new offensive line coach because they have to change the way they're blocking, right? Mm-hmm. They have to be more north-south oriented and not getting away oriented, right? Yep. Frost has said in press conferences, I want to I see us – I just want to see us come off the ball hard and whip people, all right? So – that's that system. Also, what have we learned, Jake? Just don't. Okay, so we hire. We Nebraska hires Fred Hoiberg. Nebraska hires Scott Frost. We just sign off on the assistants. Yeah. Just sign off. They'll be fine. They'll figure it out. Yeah, right? it's Fred Hoiberg. It's Scott Frost. They got connections. Yeah, and they know what they're doing. Um, Fred has entrusted his recruiting operation to Matt Abdomasi. Right now, you'd say that's a suspect way to go about things. Hasn't really worked out at right. all. It's an interesting way to go about things. I mean, real, he's a lot of the power is entrusted in one person. Okay? We didn't really know that. But, if, but, but the next time around, we should ask the coach, how, what is your recruiting structure? How does it work? What's your system? Um, who's the main guys involved? All that. Ask, 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 ask. Right? With Frost, as far as assistants go, there were people saying, now, I, this is you where we got, it, You brought in a group of five staff. Young guys, young guys. A lot of young guys. Okay? Not all young guys, but, you know, Mario. Craig Austin, young. Yeah. Ryan Held, young. Right. Mario, not young. No, but uh, largely a young. Shenander, the defensive coordinator, young. Young. Barrett Rude, young. Mm-hmm. Fisher's youngish. Youngish, yeah. But anyway, there were people saying you got to bring in some guys, some guys that have been around a long time. We didn't say it though, by the way. We, we just si- signed, we off. signed off. See, well, he's we signed the off. Staff just went undefeated, man. What are you talking about? We'll be fine. We signed off. Don't sign off. Watch that staff. I mean, you could say simple. You're 55 years old. Why didn't? Why did you get caught on this stuff? I don't know you. He, he finished undefeated. We got lost in the moment after watching a team go 4-8 with some horrible losses in, in 2017 here in Lincoln and saw that coach make an epic rise at UCF. Our guy mm-hmm. from Nebraska go undefeated, then beat Auburn in the bowl game to finish off an undefeated season. Okay. That's why. We got swept up. We just got lost after a, a horrible season, an awful, awful season, where this man bringing so much hope and winning – we didn't care about what he brought in. We said he's got to win. He's a good coach. His staff, he's bringing the whole staff with him. This went 13 and 0. Why what's the what's the question? Okay, here? here's and this gets and to that's another where you, you can't do that. It brings you perfectly to the next element that we should have we should learn from, Jake. And you again, when you see this at another school, you you can caution those fans. Don't do this. Hey, we got the right guy. Now let him build. If he needs seven years, if he needs a seven-year runway, give it to him. Mm, I did it. Mm, yeah. 
If he needs, that's folly. He's he's not. It's not practical. It's not reality. You can't do that. And I think it detracts from urgency. Okay, number one, if if you don't win early, the the seven year runway thing goes by the wayside, right? Yep. So it's that's why I mean yeah. it's folly. It's not even. It doesn't. When you hear that from now on, you should always be like, "Yeah, right." The guy's getting a seven years. My, you know what? No, that's not the way it works unless he's unless he's winning early. It's seven years. Don't say it, and don't say it because it detracts from the ur- the early urgency. If you're that staff and you're hearing everybody saying this, these are the this is the only staff that can pull this off, and they get a long runway. As humans, they even if it's subconscious, they they think, okay, there's not a lot of urgency here. It's not fourth down. It's second. Mm. It's second and five. All right, we're second and four. This isn't fourth down. I don't think Frost's program always operated with a fourth down mentality. Second and five. No, it's got to be fourth down. It better be fourth down right now. So, someone asked in the text line, um, can you explain why you're signing off on this new staff then? Well, think about this. The guys you brought in, again, we were lost in the moment because we said it's these good. guys were 13-0. and But think about, they, they came from a group of five. and they Who were said young. we're signing off on it? Well, we have not signed off. We have been in favor of it, though. Think about Mark Whipple. Mark oh. Whipple has been around a long time. They look like good hires. That's as yeah. far as I'll go. Right. Signing off completely new. new, we, new. Mickey Joseph is a, is a great picture there of a guy that helped recruit great talent to LSU uh-huh. and develop that talent. So pretty optimistic about that one. Sure. You can be optimistic without completely signing yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no one's saying that this is like the greatest staff ever assembled. No. And I and somebody but asked me. The yet- circumstances, it's, it's, it seems pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Somebody asked me yesterday or said to me yesterday, it was more of a question statement. So you think they find, they they definitely got the right guy at AD, Trev Alberts. And now my reaction to that is much different at age 55 than it was at age 35. We'll see. That's what it is now. Yeah, I think there's a lot of promise there with Trev Alberts. But we'll see. He's seven months in. Right. If there's one thing we've learned, it should be over the years. Nebraska fans should have learned that we you shouldn't just automatically think this is the right hire in any situation. Because we thought the same thing we, about Steve Peters. We've been told we, we've learned that. I hope we've learned that over the years. God, I hope so. Yeah. So no, no, we I, apparently we haven't because this fella was like. So now, I mean, you you feel like we got the exact guy we needed. AD. I don't know. We'll see on that. Of course it looks good right now. John Cook likes Trev Alberts. Yeah, John Cook. And I do, too. I mean, don't get me wrong, but to, just to say this there's is no the doubt. right there's guy. There's no doubt about it. This yeah, no guy. doubt. No, I, I'm done with no doubt. Come on. Um, going back to your seven-year thing, like you, which is true, Craig in Myrtle Beach says, if you give anyone seven years to build a program, you will never have a program, but but that was a popular conversation here but be, when Scott was right. Fired. But because they assumed it wouldn't be this bad to begin, right? Seven years, you thought, okay, set, that's a timeline to get to a conference championship. Yes, winning, be it. back in the national title conversation. Right. Like you know, maybe maybe you have a, a rough year or two, but mm-hmm. not four. Mm-hmm. And rough still, you mean like make a bowl game? You yeah, know, rough, rough. Rough was six and six, not three and nine or four and eight. That's our rough, right? 
maybe a couple years you, you fall a game short of making the Big mm-hmm. Ten title game. Okay, totally. Get you're it. building though, right? The, you didn't you didn't do the early part right to to actually make a seven year build seem possible. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you can't just be an utter disaster for four years and expect to gain full seven. So we've learned. We've learned. We have to continue to learn from it, right? Yes, and so do other programs out there who are. They can learn from us. They can learn from us. Alabama. Alabama can learn from us. You know what Alabama can learn? Don't think this is automatic. No. God, no. Don't don't think that when Saban's gone that this is just going to keep happening. They're better situated for it to keep happening at Alabama because of where they're they're situated. But there's no guarantees here. And if it goes off the rail, it can go pretty far off. I would always caution that to like an Alabama writer. Yeah, you're going to these luncheons and speaking to these full groups of people that in in everything you say sounds sounds magnificent because they're winning virtually every game. Well now there might be a day when you have to go speak at luncheons where you're one and six. Mm. And they they want to they want to know hard questions. They, they ask you what hard is questions. Going and they're the, the those faces on those Alabama fans that right now they show up at these luncheons all smiles and giddy and full of joy. I've been at these places where I see faces of grave concern. Like, what is going on? Okay? It can swing, Alabama. It can swing fast the other way. We, we, we Look at Nebraska. We unfortunately saw it happen firsthand and hope that it's changing for the better, but we'll see. Yeah. Not sure yet. Robin Washington up next on Early Break on the Ticket.